Welcome to Terminal News, the only video game podcast where we talk about all the video game news all the time and a whole bunch of bullshit. I'm joined today by Marcus. All right, I'm here. You're ready to shut. <laughs> and joined by Frost. It turns out she's not dead. Not a dildo. <laughs> and I'm Justin. And we're gonna let's get to it. <laughs> Okay, well, welcome to the show. As usual, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow us on all of those. You can go to our website, lga.gg, where you can find where we post all of our stuff. Also, join our Discord, chat.lga.gg, and you can hang out with us and all the fun stuff. Um, And if you like the show, review us on Podchaser and Apple. That would be awesome. That'd help us spread the show. And speaking of spread the show, if you like us, like I said last week, may, turn us into the podcast version of the coronavirus. <laughs> just, just spread like the coronavirus. I just, thought you had to spread the show like goats. You spread his cheeks. God no, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God. Um. So yeah, do all that awesome stuff. There was something else that I was going to mention, but I completely forgot. So um, yeah, so we're going to just talk about some video game news. How about that? I think, you know, this week, no food news. All right. (laughs) But uh, we have uh, Marcus, (laughs) the British, the BBC version of Marcus (laughs) over here. The time. (laughs) Specifically the Beatles version. The, B- oh, yeah. the Beatles version. <laughs> you like the Justin Roiland. I'm one of the Beatles. I'm a Beatle. <laughs> I'm one of the Beatles. I think I'm Ringo. <laughs> yeah, the that's best the, the Ringo Starr accent. That's what it is. That's I don't, what I am. Someone I've actually gets- never <laughs> spoken to a British person that's ever had that accent before. That's and I'm wondering. I think it's just a Ringo. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Ringo. Someone peel Ringo off hey, the ceiling. Hey, that's not funny. That isn't funny. That's just how I talk. I was in a yellow submarine. <laughs> I love that song. I'm a submariner, bitch. I'm a submariner. <laughs> a submariner. You know what? The Beatles were overrated. Justin. Shut up. Justin, come say that to my fist. Oh, I'm... <laughs> Put up your dukes. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna shove me fist so you know far what? up your butthole, you know you're what? gonna be shitting blood will, for weeks. Ringo, I will beat you down with a duke controller. How about that? A duke is what you're gonna take after I shove me fist up your ass. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that that kind of that's kind of the wrong. Good, that's the wrong direction. Speaking of which, that band doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, well, I can tell tonight is going to be a wild night of podcasting, much like last week where we... God damn it. <laughs> last week's episode was out of control. It was a good time. Good the time. The post-roll on that last episode is that was <laughs> still good. It's so good. Listen back to it and 
had myself a laugh. <laughs> and I'm sure like it left a lot of people really confused because we referenced it like multiple times throughout the show. It was hard not to. But I uh, but I left it for the post roll just as a little treat. <laughs> Cuck boy. <laughs> and, and and what was that? Pee pee derm and cuck boy. <laughs> Add it again. Oh, that's gonna be the new um, where the, the new buddy cop show. Cuck boy talks like this. All right, <laughs> he I'm here to. So he's save Ringo. The he's day. Ringo Starr. I, I got cucked. I did. <laughs> <laughs> How how much um, how much of our British listenership are you insulting right now with that accent? None. <laughs> this is a Ringo Starr impression. Har- this is not <laughs> Harrison from Grief Burrito is going to be like, what is that guy doing? <laughs> Everybody's going to be confused. Uh, yes, we live to confuse. <laughs> hey, so. Last week we had the Oscars, and uh, was that it? We did not get to watch. Well, yep. Boo! Because well, I don't have cable TV. I don't believe in paying for cable. I am a cord cutter. Um. Anyway, so I mean, what did you guys think of the Oscars? The winners? <laughs> what did I think of the Oscars? Yeah, that you, I didn't I'm, watch. I'm curious about who watching it. That's a that's some bullshit. All you all that matters is the awards. That's true. <laughs> Who needs to watch it? I, I don't know what happened. I know Parasite. Parasite won like four awards in yeah, one night. Which I figured it which would. Which was like, I think that's only done by like five other movies? Something like that. It's like, it's like not very many movies have won that many awards. And for it to also be like the first foreign language uh, movie to win um, like best best movie. So. Well, my mother uh, wondered about that because she was like, oh, I should watch Parasite. And I was like, you're aware it's got subtitled, like the whole thing. And she was like, no, there's going to be a dubbed version. And I was oh, like, yeah. well, maybe, maybe, but not, not Why right now. Why would you want to watch it like that? That's tor- I Because they're making live a, action movies. They're going to be making or- a TV series. Are they? Yeah, huh. a Parasite TV series. Who, is it what Amazon? It uh, it's a Netflix one. Netflix? Okay. Does anybody know what it was actually about? I forget. Capitalism. Oh. Uh, Those movies are always great. (laughs) It is about a parasite, but not in the sense of parasite, parasite. See, whenever I think of parasite, I just think of the anime. That's a reasonable place to go. That's that's good. uh, There's a couple of good movies that was up for best picture. There was um, Marriage Story and The Joker in 1917. Ford versus Ferrari. Once Upon a Time and fucking, I don't know, with Quentin Tarantino. Hollywood. (laughs) Those are are all good movies, too. 1917 was such a good movie. I love that movie. But not as good as Parasite. (laughs) I want to go see it again in the movie theater just because I like it so much. And it was good. <laughs> I wish I could have seen it in IMAX, but Joaquin won as Joker. He did. Yeah, yeah Joaquin I'm best, super happy best for performance. Him. Super happy Walking for him. Phoenix. He deserved it. He deserved it, but also Adam Driver in Marriage Story was good too that was good acting i thought Adam driver would have taken it yeah i, I thought I, so too but I, it's I'm a netflix happy either movie. way part of me knows it wouldn't because netflix 
I love that Anthony Hopkins was up for an award too. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Anthony Hopkins was a composer? No, I did not know that. Yeah, he composed like his own symphony and then he became an actor. I'm going to make my own <laughs> symphony and then I'm going to act to that symphony. No, look who else was up for best actor, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> once really? again, for never once winning. upon a time. Well, he, yeah. he won. Well, I mean, he won once a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, he won The Revenant. Yeah, yeah. That, but yeah. otherwise, meanwhile, everybody else is like raking in a bunch of them, and yeah. Leonardo's like, I have one. Yeah, the the director for the director for um, Parasites, all trying to I I I can't hold all these Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> That's the advantage of being a director over just an actor. Yeah, you you get you get it for everything. Um, yeah, so. I was also happy to see that Scarlett Johansson was up for Best Actress. There's something I wasn't expecting to see her up for. Like, I was really happy. She, that was, she was simultaneously up for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. And Worst Actress. Uh, oh, for Jojo Rabbit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I literally didn't even Which, hear about that yeah, movie she played, last week. Yeah, she played Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that's directed by Taika Waititi, which, I mean, didn't he win Yeah, for Best Adapted Screenplay, I think, yeah. is that was for? Yep, yep. Cool stuff. Taika Waititi, my best friend. I love him. I do, too. I agree. Um, I mean, it's still surprising Jojo Rabbit performed as well as it did. Yeah. And he, I guess he made, and he made a pretty good... Um, his speech was pretty good. I guess he talked about how anyone who was born, like, an Aboriginal shouldn't, like, should be able to um, succeed and pursue their dreams and don't think that you're just kind of stuck where you are because i mean that's that's what he is so <laughs> he climbed up to be one of the most beloved directors in hollywood uh, i mean i know he's kind of like success can come and go real easily yeah so he's like i'm just riding this wave right yeah because i mean he could like like right now he's on that like high point like everyone's like Taika Waititi yeah like we love everything he does and and then in five years like who's that I mean, it's just, it's a slippery slope of just people. Also, just the the tides can really turn against yeah. you. Yeah, I I feel like a lot of the that was like oddly a lot of stuff. I think hinges around the Marvel Cinematic Universe because how many how many actors and actresses have they like pumped up and directors have they pumped up from their movies just because of their incredible popularity? I mean. The biggest one being Robert Downey Jr. He was basically a nobody. Like, he, like nobody was like Robert Downey Jr. Fuck that guy. Well, and then he, he was, and then he was his career. Yeah, he like ruined his career. Everyone's like, fuck that guy. And then he was Iron Man. And they're like, I love Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> he, that was to talk about like a rise from the grave for him. And you know who we have to thank for that? Marvel. I forgot his name. Taika, Taika Waititi. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, God damn, we can't remember his goddamn name. He's the he's happy. Farvo. Yeah, John Far. Is it, is it Farvo? Is it Farva? Farva. Farva. A large Farva. <laughs> Favreau. Favreau. John Favreau. I, we have John Favreau to thank for that. I don't know. Actually, I don't know who's in charge of casting for Iron Man, but uh, John Favreau was the director. So. Well, I want that guy. He's full of coke. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like a I cocaine mean, that's who, pinata. That's who you would want for Tony Stark because he Tony Stark has problems. Like true. He, he does. Like that I is know, kind of his character. Like I, I don't like I said I don't know who actually like picked Robert Downey Jr. Like who casted him or um, who reached out to him. But yeah, they were. Th- I know that they were taking a risk on him with that movie, and it turned out for the better. He was originally cast to play Falcon. <laughs> Wow, they were really casting pretty early for that. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they th- in the Disney vault they have like the next fifty years of the Marvel Cinematic Universe planned out. <laughs> it's all in the vault with Disney's dis- disembodied head. I do kind of wow. want to see Eternals when that drops, but yeah. that's just because it's got buff uh, Don Gianni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like the know rock, what's going on, the dude. rock version of Kumail, <laughs> Kumail Nanjiani. I know. I was like, wow, like, whoa! Fucking small, they injected dude. him with the, the rock's blood, <laughs> and this is. What I, he's actually Captain America. That's the real Captain America. <laughs> the thing Captain I in Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the thing I like. I meant him, they injected him with the Captain America juice. <laughs> they, I, the, well, they infected him with the the, the Marvel Captain, juice. Captain Pakistan juice. The Marvel juice. No, um, yeah, I, I like how he was real about it, though. He's like, yeah, like, no normal person could pull this off. Only people who, like, are in Hollywood who have, like, the personal trainers and the diet. And the, who have the- sane DNA. Yeah. <laughs> they get the Zenkai boost after every fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They they get to whoever they defeat they just pick the best gene trait from that person and just steal it away. No, they just get stronger after every battle, <laughs> just like a saying. That Zenkai boost, baby. <laughs> They're just leveling up. <laughs> he's leveled up. He's max level right every now. Every time he's brought close to death and comes back, he's how long, stronger. How long until Kumail Nanjiani reaches Super Saiyan Blue? Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Super Saiyan God, um, Super Saiyan. I think he won't. I don't. I think he's going the Super Saiyan Rose. You think the so? Rose. I think he's trying to shoot for Ultra Instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can make it to Ultra Instinct. <laughs> like not even Goku's really Ultra Instinct, and that's the sad part. Because uh, Goku, like, you probably don't know this, but Goku's like, I like can't because Vegeta's like, fight me with Ultra Instinct, and he's like, I like can't do it, dude. He's just like, that was just like an accident, man. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, okay. <laughs> you gotta be super stupid to get all trips. <laughs> super safe, more like super stupid. I don't know why, but I've like been like consuming an oddly, like an odd amount of like Dragon Ball Z content lately, like without even watching any of the show. But like, I don't know, my friend has been streaming Dragon Ball Z games, but he also plays Doom and stuff. But he was... Like his whole thing suddenly became like I'm gonna put on Twitch on my title that I'm stream that I'm stream streaming Kakarot, but I'm actually just gonna play Budokai. <laughs> it's the same thing. See if I can get some some people in here. So like every so often I'll type in the chat like, man, Kakarot looks sweet. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this game looks so good. He Is does. it at least the HD version of Budokai or? I think so. He's playing it on this PlayStation Four, so I would have to assume he's playing some Mm -hmm. sort of i mean it looks good so but uh yeah he's just he's just playing that he's like trying to see if he can like lure some people in looking to looking to watch kakarot and he's like 
Psych. <laughs> I'm not playing Kakarot. <laughs> I'm playing a better Dragon Ball Z game because he doesn't not like Kakarot at all. Can we drop some Dragon Ball news right here? Yeah, let's drop some Dragon Ball news. We're already talking about well, it. Ka Kakarot sold incredibly well. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Like 1.5 million. Wow. That's a lot. Well, yeah. Is it copies? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good for an anime-ass anime game. Yeah, uh, which is, I mean, partially upsetting. <laughs> Because like, it is kind of like it, a, it, yeah. It, it's so, it's like rewarding bad behavior in a way. Really? Like, yes. Like you saw the game, Frost. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's fine. It just, it's serviceable. It's empty. It's empty. Just, yeah. It's, yeah. It's as if, like, if, if Nintendo were to make a shitload of money off of Mario Kart World Tour. That Which would they be like, did. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, if they were to yeah. make like fire, fire emblem type money off of it, <laughs> then that would have been like, oh yeah, we could just keep pumping out this. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I mean, a lot of that's just the brand, like the Dragon yeah. Ball brand. It just is still worth a lot of money. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, they announced another. So they did announce Ultra Instinct Goku for uh, Fighter Z. Or fighters with the uh fight they announced fighter pass three which includes ultra instinct goku was technically the first one announced but this was yeah. kind of a weird video because then it like slid like they showed ultra instinct goku and then a bunch of blank slots and then it like went back and announced another character <laughs> so i was like that that's, that's weird really bizarre uh but yeah they announced uh kefla which if you don't know that's another Dragon Ball Super character, uh, which I hope they had, like, maybe put the base characters in there, because I like Kale, and I like Khalifa. Uh, like, I'm fine with Kefla, but it just, like, at least Kale, because Kale's female Broly. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> I, th I think that'd be fun, but I know, like I said the other week, Kaba is kind of the one that everybody's thinking's going to be in there. I don't know. I'm not really for Cabba. Cabba's okay. Cabba's kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we covered most of the important stuff from the Oscars. So let's move. Oh, wait. I forgot to say. Fucking Disney won Best Picture. Fuck you, you, Disney. God damn it. <laughs> not Best I'm Picture, so but Best Animated. Yeah, yeah Best Animated I'm, Picture. I'm so I'm fucked. just... I just Klaus, man, that's so fucking good. Why'd you have to? How do you how do you justify not giving an award to somebody who took two D animation and made it look like three D animation and totally breathed the fresh air into two D animation? Well, they were. How do you do that? How do you how do you look at yourself in the mirror and say I I made the right choice today? Well, they they were like rotoscoping three D stuff, but they like, did yeah, the like, Donkey Kong Country thing. Yeah, because Donkey Kong Country they made three D models and then put pixel art over the top. Yes. Which seems stupid, but cool. But it gives it a cool effect. <laughs> yeah, and that's. I don't think that's what Klaus did. Yeah, yeah it did. It did. A th it did three D and then drew over the top of it to rotoscope it, which gave it. It it makes it look simultaneously three D while having the charm of two D animation. Yeah, because it lets them exaggerate scenes they need to, mm -hmm. but it looks. Klaus looks rigid. Which is, the, I mean, that's always the term I come back to with 3D animation. It's always very stiff. Yeah. Um, 
like the one movie that kind of broke that, but his film just kind of like framed awkwardly, which we talked about this is uh, uh, Spider-Man the into mm-hmm. the Spider-Verse. Oh God. Cause it, it distorts so the characters and like stretches yeah. them in ways like a classic 2d, but it kind of does that weird. Like we, you talked about how it handles its frames. Yeah. They, they, so like every, uh, every like character animation frame was like on like, one and three like every other and then on like two and four would be like the background animation something like that it was really cool effect but but i mean the sheer fact that klaus was an actual like 2d animated film in the first place i think it should have won but they i talked about this a little bit last time where they the academy itself ignores that category and most of them don't even view the movies yeah, in that they're list. They're fucking boomers. They're yeah. like, oh, cartoons, those are for kids. And the the Academy very much is against anything Netflix still or yeah. just on streaming services in general. So odds of it having gone to Klaus were pretty slim because I think the younger Academy members, which there isn't much of, it's, yeah, it's about half and half. But if just one of those younger people is like for Toy Story... It's going to tilt it. Yeah. Toy Story was a good movie. It was good. I mean, no, they put a lot of good, cool work into that. Like seeing like what they did were they, they, they build these 3d environments and then they film them within, like they basically model camera rigs inside of the 3d software to mimic real life cameras rather than just be like, okay, here's the scene. And we just record it from here. Like they actually do a lot of, actual cinematography from within the 3d stuff but it's just it's really disheartening to be like well why even bother if i can't like if if disney's always just guaranteed the oscar for best animated feature every single year yeah but the oscars or any award show is very superficial and kind of bullshit i know and it's a little it's always leaned in the way of uh like whoever has like oddly in a lot of cases it's whoever spent the most money on said thing yeah, but the weirder thing with a lot of the films that win best best picture are they're very art. They're usually like art films uh, that get nominated. Yeah, so it's it, it will be like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is an example of that. Uh, nineteen yeah whatever nineteen seventeen nineteen seventeen is another art film. Like they're all art films, like and including Parasite. You know what's going to be nominated for twenty twenty. Tenant. Guarantee you right now. Oh, probably. Tenant. Tenant. David? No. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's Chris, Christopher Chris, Nolan. Yeah, Christopher movie. Nolan's next movie. Which wait, is that coming out this year or next year? It comes out this year. It comes out this year. It comes out in like July. Was it? I, I couldn't remember It'll it was, at least be nominated in something. It'll be nominated. I whether it be special effects or otherwise. Christopher Nolan, best picture, tenant. I know that's kind of right? like the <laughs> The Marvel movies have a terrible track record when it comes to the Oscars yeah. versus the DC movies, which is kind of upsetting because now you have Joker won. Yeah. And uh, Suicide Knight. Squad won. Didn't Dark Knight win anything? Probably. Because I think. Uh, I mean, it is a Christopher Nolan movie. I so. think. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. What's his name? Um, the, the other Joker. Oh, um. God, I, I almost just said Jared Padalecki. Jared Leto? Not Jared Leto, the other one. Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. He won, I think, for his Joker performance. But it was like... 
That was because he died. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Sorry, but I mean, that's probably true. I mean, he was a phenomenal actor. Um, in yeah, he did a really good job. Because, like, both as Joker, but I mean, his. The, have you ever watched the uh, Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus? Yeah, I just very I good like, that movie. I, I just didn't like that movie. Period. That movie's good. He swallows that flute. <laughs> oh, you know what? My boy Christopher Nolan has never won an Oscar. He's been nominated. We gotta we not we gotta take that that take that uh that Leo train, put it on Christopher Nolan to get him in his Oscar. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's got nominated for Memento, Inception, and Dunkirk, but never won. Dunkirk didn't win, huh? Oh. Best picture, best director for that year. Memento's the best out of that list. I fucking love Memento. That movie's so fucking cool. Yeah, that movie's good. <laughs> I need I need to watch that again. Um so Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Let's move on to some more news. So we all love Anthem, right? No. Nah, dude. We'll prepare to love Anthem because uh, Casey Hudson says there's re- they're revamping Anthem from the ground up. I feel like he's. I feel like nobody's learning their lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Bioware will seek to reinvent Anthem's gameplay in a longer-term redesign of the embattled online multiplayer action game. Studio K- head Casey Hudson said today in a blog post. This confirms a Kotaku report from November. I give up. <laughs> I give up. I've supported Bioware for a long time, and I give up. So you you listen to this week's Giant Bomb, right? Yeah. Fuck it. I think it was Jeff was the one who's like, I feel like an idiot because there's all these good games, and I'm sitting here thinking like a like a fucking idiot. Like, oh, I wonder what a what a revamped Anthem could look like. <laughs> <laughs> like after all that shit, they don't deserve it. They don't deserve the redemption arc. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> It's uh, like a lot of games that have come out shitty have been rebuilt. Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, if if you're a big enough company and you got the money to do it. Yeah. Why mm. not? Yeah, exactly. But he's like, I mean, hit to his point he's like, why not just start doing another Mass Effect? Why not just put more work? Not into another Mass Effect. Put more work into another Dragon Age or into the well, next I mean, Dragon Age. But nope, we're just well, going to... still happening. I know, but it's just like, I just... Like, part of... like I just would want more new IPs. I want to see Anthem die. I, <laughs> I See, I would... Unfortunately... Make a new game and take all of the traits that everybody loves you for and put that into the new game. Quit make tr- quit trying to make a destiny. Yeah, quit trying to do something that you that your fans don't like. Guess you what? For. They already did a destiny. It's called Destiny 2. It's all right. Well, I think that's that's the biggest problem with a lot of games, I mean in general, like for- Fortnite obviously being an example or yeah. like I mean it itself being an example of itself is <laughs> Yeah. at Fortnite, they yeah. put the Fortnite. Yeah, cause, well, I mean, just yeah. I mean, obviously, it sends out everybody wants a piece of that pie, yeah. or they play your game. Like, also, people play the games and get inspired to make their own and be like, "What if we do that?" <laughs> yeah. What if we? What if we took Fortnite, but uh, 
It's I always just guns. think it's because they're just being corporate money grabbing. I don't well, ever I think mean, part it's because of it they're too, like, yeah. oh yeah, I wanted, I want to bring something new to this that, industry. I never think that. Well, I mean, in the case I of Anthem, that some, that's, they they wanted to make that game guess, before yeah. EA got involved. So I would say, like, yes, EA would just be money grubbing and be like, make us a Destiny clone. But they were already working on this before, like, yeah, Destiny been, was even like out. Yeah, but I mean, Destiny had already been announced. I don't know. I, I mean, I even seeing... still, this was kind of its own. They wanted to do a shooter. Like, it. A looter this, shooter. Yeah, it was like, this was like their brainchild before any of that stuff. Granted, once again, during. No matter how much stuff came out during production, like, they obviously were able to see trends in the market and be able to lean things that way or maybe take ideas from other things but it's yeah still i i have to say the co the concepts and all that stuff were probably in the works before they saw like did a lot of destiny stuff or like saw the success of destiny and it wasn't like pushed down their throats oh, by yeah. EA. it was something they as bioware wanted to do it's pretty, uh, I mean, I know that they have done a little bit of multiplayer stuff with the Mass Effect games, but it just seems like, it just doesn't seem, I mean, I, I can't, I can't like begrudge them for wanting to try something new, but at the same time, it's like, that's not the thing that I go to Bioware for. I know that's, well, that's the weirder thing. It's, it's very counter all their stuff because yeah. they, when like, are we going to get another Jade Empire, right? Yeah, I know <laughs> that's me, but th they hadn't done any shooters before really like at least first person of yeah. any kind and then they, which i don't know anthem's not first person i guess or is it it's like i don't know i Maybe. think it's third well no i, I think well. it's first person but like when you do the flying it's third person okay it's just it it's not a lot of story elements anyway which is what they're known for is their narrative and storytelling and that basically is non-existent in anthem so it just it seems like they were going against their entire brand in a way or what they were known for. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that kind of hurt them initially too. Cause I mean, people were like, that's not what I want. <laughs> this is, uh, where's, where's my mass effect? Where's my dragon age? Where's yeah, my, I mean, where's my Jedi empire? Where's it, my Knights of the old Republic? Yeah. I mean, and all companies go that way at some point it feels. Yeah. But that's like uh, another weird example though. Of kind of what I was saying earlier is that a Apex was actually in development before games like PUBG or uh, yeah Fortnite ever hit the market. Well, because and then they, they were already testing with prototypes of big yeah. battles uh, it, with kind of Titanfall tech. Yeah, they're just like, let's make a gigantic map and see how many players we can cram into it. Yeah, so it, I mean, and it just obviously that's where yeah. Apex spun spun out of that. Not to say they weren't obviously influenced by games it, that came out during that time, but it kind of blows my mind that we haven't really gotten like the hundred player thing sooner. Like, so, like before the well, so PUBG came from Arma, or it's not Arma. It's um, God, what was that game that it came from? It was a mod of was a Daisy. I think so. Yeah, like I don't know how many players you could have in I mean, Daisy, but. The thing was, is there have been plenty of games that had 100-player battles, um, or at least close to it. If Because I know Battlefield 
had 64 players. Yeah, mass. 64. I but, feel like we've been working up to that point, but I feel like the that that the time that when like suddenly there's like there's a hundred people and like you can like you can just join a game and there's automatically a hundred people. You don't have to wait. <laughs> like, I think I that that was a big thing. But the other thing that made this take off in a, in a bigger way is some of those big uh like big battlefield maps really sucked because you'd sometimes not run into players very quickly. Yeah. So this ha- adding that shrinking map concept that yes. it like comes in, that's a game changer. That's what made this succeed over almost anything else yeah th- yeah that's a good point um you're forcing them to rather than you get someone that's just gonna hide forever and wait out the game well because then it, yeah it brings it in so you eventually will have to interact with each other because you, that arena gets smaller and smaller. exactly yeah and i remember so that's why the first game that actually did this was Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> um so wasn't uh I can't remember, like Halo 3, Big Team Battle, was that 32? I think, I want to say that was so. 32. So, like, that was a point where they started being like, let's, what if we started adding more players into into these games? And because, I mean, I think that was when the Battlefield, Battlefield had come out and you had a bigger player, bigger games. And at the time, everybody was used to, like, 4v4. And then you got to, like Halo 2 and they're like, "Oh, you can have teams of 8 in this. You can have 16 players in this game." And in Halo 3 it was like, "You can have 32." <laughs> it just keeps Yeah, like, it was always you like You can have your own army. Yeah. <laughs> it was always doubling that number. It's it, Yeah. I, I like 100 as a nice cap, but it's yeah. it is almost weird that they didn't go to 128. Yeah, it's just like you're 64 and now here's 100. <laughs> but yeah, it's 100 is easy um but the real the real deal is you just go play Eve online where everybody's online at the same time. <laughs> that's a million versus a million. I actually I don't how, I don't know how many players that game has. I know it's still like ridiculously popular. Speaking of um Oh, do you do you have pile of money news? Not no. <laughs> a little bit. Did did you hear about okay? There was a Kickstarter several years back for a game that was the follow-up to DAOC, Dark Age of Camelot, called Camelot Unchained. Sounds familiar. Uh, but it's been in... It kickstarted successfully about seven years ago. Yeah. And obviously it's still not out. But it they recently did a play test with, I think, a thousand NPC battle. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it... Because this... While it's an MMO, it's mostly PvP focused. Yeah, because I I guess like I never played Dark Age of Camelot myself, but I I have a friend who played a lot of Dark Age of Camelot. But it's mostly praised for its PvP, uh, because it had like realm versus realm versus realm. Like, okay, so kind of makes me think of like those medieval games, like war games, where you can just have like a gigantic army clash with a like siege on some other army. But yeah, I guess there was people were getting mad since it's been so long. So they did this big uh, hundred players joining a thousand NPCs to do this weird battle. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I don't know that my my friend backed that game, and I'm like, it's kind of like a pile of money. It's <laughs> one of those things that it's been seven years it's 
Yeah. How was it not out? I mean, how long has it been for a Star Citizen? It's probably been about as long. I feel like it's been a decade of Star Citizen. I feel like Star Citizen was the first Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> they were the founders of Kickstarter. Oh, man. 2013. Oh, geez. So, yeah, seven years. I mean, and we're entering a world where what I said about that game, uh, where I... Because every time, like, details of that game would come out, people would be like, oh, look how good these graphics are, or this or that. But I'm like, like by, by the time, time it comes, it comes out, out yeah, it's gonna other be like, ga all games will look like that. Yeah. And that's, I mean, since we're going to, that game's still not out, and we're entering a new hardware cycle that, yeah. yeah <laughs> now they're going to have to, and they also, like, got in trouble with different, because they changed, like, game engines, and... <laughs> I mean, it's... Part of me is still like that game's never coming out. Uh, but the funnier thing about that, uh, Star Citizen at least, is how many bajillions of dollars that it, it's made, like hundreds and hundreds of millions. But that uh, Insomniac was bought for less than how much that game's made. <laughs> um, these are all outdated. I mean, I doubt there's anything recent. So it's raised over $300 million. Oh, my God. I mean, I would have to assume, because by in May th 3rd, 2019, they raised 288. Yeah, because Sony bought Insomniac for $229 <laughs> million, So, yeah, um, which <coughs> I wish I could credit my source on that, but the somebody on Twitter had a... Uh -oh. um, that was about the same as that. I'm just kind of like paraphrasing, <laughs> but it's still a funny yeah. thing to point out. Um, let's probably move on to the next thing here. But uh, so Activision Blizzard pulls its games from NVIDIA's streaming service, the one that we just talked about last week. I'm not surprised by this because they're a big enough company to do their own. That's true. If need be, they're gonna pull the the they're they're gonna be the 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 uh, Activision Blizzard is to Nvidia streaming service as AMC is to Movie Pass, <laughs> which means is Activision Blizzard gonna kill? <laughs> well, I know, like, no. isn't uh, I believe Bethesda's also working on a streaming platform, so I wouldn't be surprised if Bethesda pulls its stuff too. Because they, yeah. they've been working on kind of a cloud streaming thing that's similar to like uh, what you call it, uh, X Cloud, and all that. Yeah, yeah. So per their request, please please be advised, Activision Blizzard games will be removed from the service. While unfortunate, we hope to work together with Activision Blizzard to re-enable these games and more in the future. Yeah, that's not going to happen unless you pay them money, and then maybe they'll let you. But yeah, they're, I don't know. I don't like Activision or Blizzard right now. <laughs> right now. Yeah. Not a fan right now. You know You know what you're also not a fan of? E3? <laughs> their, their new cartoon they just released about Spyro. <laughs> Speaking of. I mean, there's they, a Spyro cartoon? There's a, there's a Spyro. Yeah, well, they, 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 and they, their studio animated it, I think. What? Yeah, Activision and Blizzard, like, yeah, there's Animated, a there's a Netflix uh, spiral cartoon. There's a Netflix spiral cartoon, and Activision Blizzard worked on it. Huh? 
Yeah. It's not Skylanders. It is Skylanders. Oh, it is Skylanders? Yeah. It's weird. weird. Yeah. It's That's weird that they would do Skylanders at this point. Like, yeah, are they going to bring... how many years? Are they going to bring back Skylanders in some capacity? I don't know. Skylanders um, Battle Royale. <laughs> the, or Skylanders Auto Chess. I mean, the bad thing is we're, like, really beyond the Toys to Life phase. Like, yeah. That kind of happened and went... That was a flash in the pan. Yeah, it... Well, because everybody did it. Yeah. Like, what? There was Lego Dimensions. There was, I mean, Amiibo and Skylanders. The and Disney one. Disney Infinity. Which is dead. And <laughs> who else? Uh, oh, yeah. Then Ubisoft did their uh, Battle for Atlas. Yeah. And that had its toys. So, yeah, it's just... And, I mean, I think nothing showcase that how like done that movement was like battle for atlas because like nobody <laughs> bought starlink yeah and yeah you can buy it like i just bought starlink for like seven dollars that came with the uh so for seven bucks i got the game and the Star Fox and this the, the uh, r-wing like all that stuff for seven dollars yeah so so yeah, of uh, things that you don't like, E3. <laughs> so Jeff Keighley announced that he will not be uh, participating in E3 this next year, which is a pretty big blow, to be honest. But yeah, also I, not surprising. Yeah, he says I've made the difficult decision. The I have made the difficult decision to decline to produce E3 Coliseum, he announced on Twitter, referring to the series of live stream developer interviews he had put together for the last few years. For the first time in 25 years, I will not be participating in E3. I think E3 needs to become more digital and global, he said in a Twitter reply to someone asking about his decision. It's a brand that means a lot to people, but it sh shouldn't be or shouldn't just be a show floor. He didn't elaborate further on what he thought E3 was doing wrong um, in a press release issued after Keeley's announcement. The group noticed, noted that this year's show will feature special guest gamers, celebrities, and digital programming on the show floor while connecting with global audiences through extended live streaming. A highlight will be the debut of an all-new floor experience that will be streamed to become exclusive conversations with leading industry innovators and creators to attendees and fans worldwide. I just I love how whenever there's like a negative thing that happens about E3, the ESA has to like put out a statement that like sounds super salty. <laughs> like we got to try to spin this to be as positive as possible, you guys. Let's talk about how awesome E3 is. On the other hand, Nintendo confirmed they're going to be at E3. Yeah. Even though I'm like sure. <laughs> like I mean, all the stuff says they're committed to participating in E3. And I'm like, what does that mean, though? Like, how much presence does that mean? Because, I mean, for the last several years, it's just been either a Nintendo Direct or in yeah. the case of the Breath of the Wild year where they just did the Nintendo Treehouse and played, like, two hours of, like, gameplay of just people playing Breath of the Wild. So, yeah, like, that's all you need to have presence. It's... Like, even Sony, if they wanted to, could just have, like, a booth and not do a showcase. Yeah. So, I don't know. But the, E3 sounds like a, an absolute mess this year, and it sounds like a lot of people who used to go aren't going, especially after they, like, leaked all that data from 
people invited last time. It's pretty yeah. bad. So yeah. a lot of a lot of people in the industry are just not going. Yeah. So I know and they did recently kind of come out and say that they've they've uh, revamped their <laughs> yeah, they, revamped their security and yeah. like redoubled their efforts. And to, were, oh, we're not we're not going to store your information anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, God. it shouldn't have that shouldn't have happened in the first that they yeah. were just on like a word doc. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Just unencrypted. It's bad, bad stuff all around. Yeah, I'm not. A lot of people aren't too happy with the ESA. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of people in the industry like phone numbers leaked. Like they all like so many people have to like change their their phone numbers and it sucks because why couldn't that have happened this year where they're doing an influencer right and they could leak all the ninja's piece of shit phone number no yes no well ninja put his phone number out on twitter that's not his actual phone number that's like a hotline (laughs) you could you could call it or text it and can i order can i use his phone number to order pizzas to that phone number through (laughs) spoof his phone number and order a bunch of pizzas like everybody that texted it, like would get like a canned message. It's like, "Hey, it's me." No, really, it's me. Like, <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yo, dog, it's me, Ninja. I'm Ninja. I'm texting. I'm t- mom. I'm text. Get out of my room. I'm texting Ninja. <laughs> Ninja wants to be without my pants. I got his no phone- pants. I got Ninja's phone number. Ninja doesn't wear pants, so I don't have to, ma. <laughs> <laughs> um. It just got dummy thick blue hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so moving on, Epic Games boss says all politics should be removed from game companies. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. What well, does that even mean? Okay. So he during during his keynote talk at the annual Dice Summit, Epic Games founder and CEO Tim Sweeney argued to keep politics out of gaming and away from developers so that marketers could sell games from a neutral ground. In a talk that covered everything from loot boxes to cross-platform play, Sweeney ended his keynote by addressing discourse in gaming, specifically involving politics. He began his talk by discussing the 1960 Harper Lee novel To Kill a Mockingbird and how art, like games, can serve as a discussion piece from politics. If you think if you think back to kill to 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 kill a mockingbird and the impact that had on people's views at the time. I think that's a genuine outlet for games. It's re- it really makes people think about things. Sweeney changed lanes from the idea of games as a political medium and started talking about the need for a separation of church and state model between politics and gaming companies. <laughs> Sweeney wow. argued that game companies should get the marketing departments out of politics. Yeah, we should do a, a like the separation of church and state, and you know, d- and apply that to games and poli- and politics. Exactly the way our politics is separate from church and state and that it's not separate at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, there's a precedent in the industry, industry to downplay the political nature of games in favor of marketability. For example, how Ubisoft continuously downplays or denies politics within its games that cover everything from religious cults to paramilitary operations. Though not referencing those or any other cases where news and cultural sent- sentiments has integrated within the games directly, Sweeney instead argued for the removal of politics altogether. The world is really screwed up right now. Right now, our pol- political orientations determine which fast food chicken restaurants you go to. <laughs> and that's really dumb. <laughs> there's, there's no reason to drag divisive topics like that into gaming at all. 
He argued that a company or business should be operating as a neutral uh, as neutral venues for entertainment and employees, customers, everybody else can hold their own views and not be judged by us for that. A company is a group of people who got together to accomplish a mission as larger than what any one person can do. And a company's mission is a holy thing to it, right? Yeah, it just keeps going with the crazy here. That like does by virtue of everything he said, like I can't think of a more political game than Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, and and then actually, and then after all of this, after um, after all, let's see. Like, granted, Fortnite may not be saying anything politically itself, but. Boy, do we have to talk about politics surrounding that game and legislation surrounding the uh, model of money earning from that game. <laughs> if teams of people killing each other, that's political. And this was and this was an article from IGN that I just read from, and uh, he actually <laughs> Tim Sweeney like more or less directly responded to this article afterwards, saying he just linked to the article and then said, "Here's one of the key views I shared at Dice: If a game tackles politics as To Kill a Mockingbird as it did as a novel, it should come from the heart of creatives and not from marketing departments seeking to capitalize on division." And then he just linked to the article that I just read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tim Sweeney, everyone. He's a cool guy, right? He's a, a something. He's a something. I bet he talks like Ringo Starr. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I, I do think talk I do. just like this. No, I think. Well, I think games and politics should be separate. Um, I do. I do indeed. Uh, I I I imagine him as God. I lose this actor. I'm trying to remember. Uh, yeah, I I imagine him as uh, Steve Buscemi. All right. <laughs> How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> That's that's Tim Sweeney. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs> that's how I talk. Well, we're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with more news. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy from the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParleyHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and Parlay Points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Okay, welcome back to the show. We're going to jump right into this next article here. Um, so apparently the coronavirus won't impact the Switch sales in North America and Europe. 
So like they Nintendo came out and said that um, basically it's only going to affect sales in Japan. Why is that? Why is that anything that needed to be said in the first place? What? I'm just I'm like. There's a pandemic. Don't worry. It's not going to hurt our sales or nothing. Well, because they're, they're like based a lot of because they, they were saying that like how um, last, is it? last last week they were saying how it's going to affect the because they have all of the factories and shit are closed in China because of the virus. Is it just a regular pandemic or is it a pandemic legacy? Uh, it will be a pandemic legacy. Oh, good. Because <laughs> then it'll only get like 10 plays and then we got to destroy the board or whatever. I mean, I think we're already on our 10th play. Oh, shit. And the board is the world. <sighs> All right. It's been well, a good run. The good thing is you flip it over and start over on the other <laughs> side. Fortunate <laughs> thing is because the world's flat like a pancake. Pancake, not a we waffle. Flip it over. I feel like it's more like a waffle. It there's can't. More, there's it bridges. Cannot. There's mountains and shit. And valleys and yeah, oceans. Sure. No, it's entirely flat. <laughs> I played Pac-Man. <laughs> I think I fucking know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> you tell me. You go play Pilot Wings, and you tell me the world is spherical. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll go play um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. You you play Microsoft Flight Sim, and then tell me about them ice walls in the Antarctic. <laughs> You mean the ones that are melting? No, the giant walls that keep you from falling off the edge of the earth. <laughs> keep you in play. <laughs> How? When you go to the other side, it's the dark world. <laughs> and Ganon's like it's, yeah, it's the, the, the um, what do they call it? In in um We're bringing it back. It's Bizarro. <laughs> bizarro World. Bizarro! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bizarro Marcus. I mean, <laughs> I'm Bizarro Marcus. <laughs> Top of the morning to you. Every time. Bizarro Justin. <laughs> so Bizarro Frost. Thank you. <laughs> Watching C-Lab 2021, one of the best shows ever made. I want my Mingus stew. That's a quote from my favorite show. Land Lab 2022. <laughs> 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 you see in bizarre world we all live underwater <laughs> and you have to be in above ground submarines on land land subs <laughs> anyway long the long and short of it is there's for some reason japan's gonna be fucked and they're not gonna get their switches but like shipments from china for North America and Europe won't be affected. I don't know why or how, but uh, just know that you're going to get uh, coronavirus from your switch. You're not going to... I know. <laughs> I'm always afraid with some of the jokes we make here that they're, <laughs> Someone taken, might believe they're, it. they're taken seriously. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm... I'm burpy again this this week. Yeah, he's been doing burpees, getting swole. <laughs> burpees, uh, burpees, the worst thing. And you know, it's weird working out. I was like, when I was in school, they were never taught as burpees. They were always called squat thrust. I've never heard of that. You've never heard squat thrust? 
And yeah, I, no, but it's just that, burpees. that being said, I don't even remember them being called burpees until I like had a trainer at the gym and that didn't mean nothing. You don't remember our, okay. I remember having to do those, um, like whatever down the hallway from the, the changing rooms all the way down to like the yeah, just, special ed class. I don't remember them being called burpees. I don't squat thrusts. I I think they I think Marcus is right. I think that's what they called them in high when we were in I high school. I feel that's that's and a more appropriate name. And now they're burpees. I but think, I think they're I think they just went under a rebranding so that people wouldn't hate them as much, maybe. I, I think the uh I think it's a military person who coined the name Burpee burpees. and his last name is Burpee. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I don't like. I could Mr. be wrong. Bur- though. I don't like Mr. Burpee. How about that? We're, we are not a workout podcast no. here, but so I mean, I'm spreading unless, all the misinformation about unless Sergeant Burpee, <laughs> Sergeant Burpee. Unless you're playing Ring Fit Adventure, but that's not working out. That's playing a video. Yeah, game. that's playing a video. I'm game. getting swole. Yeah, from a video game. That's where we're. That's where we're pro activities is Ring Fit Adventure and Pokemon Go. <laughs> um, po- pokey mango pokey mango mango i'm getting pokey mango version and you can get pokemon papaya <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay remind me again who masahiro sakurai is sakurai yeah sakurai I'm bad with names. Oh, he's Smash Brothers. Okay. Well, he says there's too many Fire Emblem player play characters in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah, after he just announced a Smash Brothers character, but I guess it's because the greater Nintendo has control over what characters are making it into Smash and not necessarily Sakurai. So, yeah. That explains a lot about uh, Byleth being in... Wait, wasn't he the one that kept the last Fire Emblem once a secret from everybody? Yeah. What the fuck? That's why it's weird. That's why this whole article is weird. Okay, but so it now, is yeah, true I'm that names. N- Ninten- the greater Nintendo controls the characters that get into Smash, not Sakurai. Yeah, which has been a misconception. That's just so weird. Because yeah, you're because yeah, you said you explained that. He's not making the call about which fighters are thrown into the mix. It's and and he says that there's too many Fire Emblem characters and there's too many swordsmen. But yeah, like it's just weird that he like kept the last one a secret. <laughs> well, I mean, just well, all of them are always secret until he does like a big announcement video. Even though it just a lot of things were weird about that last announcement. I always well, the last one when they like he had to keep secret from his own people. Yeah, but. That was like big Nintendo came down. They're like, "Hey, listen here, we're gonna add another, uh, we're gonna add another female or another Marth into this game, and you're gonna like it. And you're not gonna tell the other team about it because they're gonna be mad." Part of me is wondering if they did a switcheroo, because I I always thought Byleth would be added, just not as the last character of the Fighter Pass one. But that's where I'm wondering if maybe they have on. Un- well, they they have a bunch of characters in development, surely. But if they, the next character announced was actually going to be the final character of this pass, and they were going to lead with Byleth, but they figured Byleth being announced for season pass two wouldn't sell the season pass very well. 
So they switched the order they did hmm. these in. That's a good point. To hopefully have whoever the first character of Fighter Pass 2 is a bigger surprise release to get people to buy in more, giving them time to then, well, sell X amount of season passes and be rolling in money until they roll out the other characters. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Uh, obviously, they you want to sell as many of those fighter passes as possible, and you want to lead with something that's going to sell the fighter passes. Because, like I said, I it, if they were going to do Byleth in, you know how you sell fighter pass, Waluigi. No, <laughs> no. I guarantee you, all the nerds are going to buy it. I like. I want Waluigi in there, but he would have to be a mid tier release. He can't be. He can't lead with fucking Waluigi. <laughs> Waluigi. You got. He's got to be like. I would have been fine with him or Byleth being released in the middle of season pass one. But since they, well, that that's the problem with season pass one. They announced like way too many good things up yeah. front, and then Byleth was just underwhelming. But it's like you said, Waluigi will ever just forever be like the redheaded stepchild because he wasn't actually created by Nintendo. I I think that's part of why they won't. I, I mean, I just don't. I don't foresee them doing it at this point. I foresee them really. Either Just adding leaning more... leaning in the Fire Emblem. And it's going to be called Super <laughs> Fire Emblem Brothers. No, I think we're finally capped on Fire Emblem characters. I, unless another Fire Emblem game comes out before they finish said season pass, I don't think we'll see more Fire Emblem characters. Um, In my opinion. But if... I, I think it's going to be a lot of third-party stuff and then first-party stuff that just isn't in there. They should add the Fishmen from... Uh... Legend of Zelda. Oh, I thought you were I thought you were thinking Fishman from One Piece and I was like they absolutely should not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't what are they called? I can't remember. Zora? Yeah, this is they need to add that. Add that. Which which one? I don't know. S- Sedan, Sedan, Sidon. Side, however you say his name. Side. Unfortunately, they don't. Side ass. They they don't. They don't speak inside Zelda. So I was like, I never know how to say some of these names. But I think, yeah, like how you you said it's been the how everybody's canonized it. At least I don't know if there was a pronunciation key anywhere. Uh, I wouldn't know. That's just everybody says Sidon. So I said Sedan. 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 Because I I said it like S I D O N. Sid on. <laughs> That's just my take. I'm, I'm everybody's different. Different. St- I'm used to yeah, Sid. I mean, uh, whatever. I'm used to everybody being named Sid from Final Fantasy. That's kind of what I hated. Um, reading a book and then you would go and watch the movie and you'd be like, "That's how they pronounce that." Ugh. I mean, <laughs> po- Pokemon very same way because like, I I say uh Rayquaza, but this show says Rayquaza, and it's. Which technically saying it Quasar makes more sense because it's supposed to be like Quasar. But I'm still going to call him Rayquaza. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Dementors. Like, I understand that, yeah, that makes sense, Dementors. But I always just said Demotors because, like, Demon. Ah. Yeah, I mean, some of these things you never know. Um, Especially... If- if you're reading any fantasy books, you'll be like, oh, there's so many apostrophes in this name. Uh, <laughs> that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, hey, uh, 
you can now vote for the bet what is the best pokemon um nintendo's doing like a giant poll that you could vote for your favorite pokemon from every region up until february 14th which is like af- wait is this after this yeah well never mind it's after this episode comes out so it's too late well who's your favorite pokemon oh fuck um, well Ouija. <laughs> i would have to go i sam i'm you're all about those memes rapid i like typhlosion from gen you're, 2 you're so vanilla I am. Typhlo- I What's your favorite Pokemon? Not Typhlosion. You know, okay, also is well. a favorite. Um, fucking Porygon. Mewtwo. Mewtwo. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I that's, like Mewtwo's like the- a fucking given because I had a team of six Mewtwo's. <laughs> I feel like mine's like the basic white bitch Pokemon. I love Rapidash because it's a fucking horse on fire. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about the new one? The Galar region one that's a unicorn. Well, I probably like that one too, but I haven't. I don't. I'm not really up in the up and up. I like my boy Gengar, um, but my my all my chunk. <laughs> oh wait, my new favorite Pokemon, the one that's a fucking gun. <laughs> it's a fucking a gun. gun. <laughs> it's just a gun. Why is he a gun? I don't What's get it. What one's a gun? The fucking. Uh, gun. You mean the one with the sniper's perch? Um, yeah, I would say my, it, this is tough because I, I kind of have to say my favorite's Aerodactyl, um, especially his Mega with, where he's got to go T, uh, but I don't know. I, it, it, it's between him and Infernape, but I, I like, I like Infernape. I don't know what that was that I saw now though. I, someone must have just drawn some Pokemon as a gun, and I was just like, "What? What is this thing?" <laughs> and Ra- Rowlet's also in my top. Rowlet's probably the cutest Pokemon ever made. I mean, it's it's an owl. Well, it's an you, owl with a bow tie. Well, you can you can vote right now or tomorrow, and then they will reveal the results on February twenty seventh, which is also known as Pokemon Day. Yeah, isn't it going to be super upsetting when it's Pikachu? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think it's going to be Pikachu? I mean, it might be. Do you think 4chan raids the raids the, the, like, the vote? Pikachu and Charizard got to be in the top, like, 10 yeah. at the very least. Probably top five. Togepi? I don't know. I personally don't like Togepi, but I know a lot Psyduck. of people do. A lot of people like Psyduck. I'm what not about a big Gyarados? Mm. Psyduck is cute. Gyarados is badass. A lot of people Gyarados like Gyarados. Gyarados is with the big ocean he's, thing. Yeah, he's like, yeah. He ocean dragon. from Magikarp. I mean, I think Mewtwo, Lucario, Mewtwo and Lucario might be up there. Greninja probably going to be up there. Yeah. Basically, like any of the main ones from the anime or movies. I mean, they just got a lot of... I mean, Greninja, like, bar none, had the best, like, ability. What about... Because he had Protean. What about Jigglypuff? Jigglypuff's cute. Yeah, uh, I don't think... Oh, wait, wait, Jigglypuff I got it. Jigglypuff won't be top ten. I got it. Best, best Pokemon of all time, Kirby. Yes. <laughs> Not Yoshi? 
Yoshi! Because I was like, that was always a rumor that <laughs> the, the deal was that Yoshi is going to be the thousandth Pokemon. <laughs> Why? So dumb. I, I don't know. But he's going to eat the Pokemon and poop them into Pokeballs? <laughs> See, that's why Kirby is the best because he can he like Ditto, he can become any Pokemon by by consuming he, them. He becomes a poor copy by putting a hat and a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Accessories somehow give him superpowers. I don't understand how. Don't, Kirby is insane. I don't I don't understand that Kirby the, the Kirby universe makes no sense. In the Kirby-verse, which is technically the Nintendo-verse, because Smash takes place in the Kirby-verse. Yes. Kirby's the strongest. Yeah, he is the true villain of the Nintendo universe. I mean, he's a giant dickhead. Literally. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, yeah, we've, discussed, we've discussed it before. Like, every game is because it's about someone took, he just wants to consume food. They stole my food. I'll destroy the world. Yeah. I'm just out here to. Just I'll murder eat everyone food. in Dreamland. What Which, a fucking prick! I mean, I think he, you know what Kirby is. He's the evolution of Pac-Man. He's just out to eat everything. He's gluttony incarnate. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's neat. Let's move on to the next article. Oh, I didn't bring this up when we talked about Dragon Ball Z. Do you, are you familiar with uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged? Yeah. No, I don't think I've heard of by it. By Team Four Star? Yeah. No, not at all. Um. Well, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, done-zo. Like, they're, they finished it? Nope. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, finished. They're not doing any more. Oh. Like, they finished. They never did the Boo Saga. Yeah, they finished the, what, the Freezer arc? Cell. The, the Cell arc. And now they're just like, yep, we're done. Yeah, they... They're, I mean, the they've been doing it gone. for a really fucking yeah. long time. They said so. their their heart's not in it anymore. The thing that I'm really sad about Team Four Star is the fact that they could never like continue the Attack on Titan ones because that Attack on Titan one they did was like so fucking hilarious. But then they got that cease and desist from whatever fucking anime company. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> all stuff like that. I always expect it to pitter off anyway, just like fifty percent off because yeah. like. It's always fleeting because, yeah. like, after after the show's over, it's just like, well, I mean, it's not going to stick around forever. I mean, Dragon but, Ball's forever. I mean, but yeah, Dragon Ball is forever. <laughs> you can't escape it. I thought I was waiting for Super Abridged oh. and GT Abridged. <laughs> so first they do GT Abridged, then they do yeah. Super. It's going to be a while. Maybe someone else will take it up, but I don't know. There, no one, no one else is Team Four Star. Yeah, but I don't know some of the. They were doing some shady shit. Were they? I mean, I don't. The problem becomes is they're using an they're they're making jokes using an IP that they don't own, which is not that's not a problem. But the problem becomes in the merchandising. Oh yeah, because they were selling like obviously Ghost Nappa shirts and all that stuff. Like Ghost Nappa spun out of Team Four Star, and yeah. that become like they got sued by Funimation. Uh, but yeah, that's like obviously yeah. like you don't own the like. You don't own these things as an IP. Yeah, so I'm, that makes me wonder because, like, they do, like they do, they start doing the video game content as as you do, um, and like their whole thing is like, oh, Krillin plays this game, 
Krillin what, does which this. Is, I'm the weirder thing is that they are very convinced. Like when you're watching their dub, basically of of the yeah. bridge series, you you take it as a satire. I mean, because it is. Yeah. But some of the vo- these people that do voices for it, they are very convinced that they do very good voices, which they <laughs> don't. Like they are like like you find it funny watching because you're like, oh, that's like a piss poor imitation. But they're, but like, they're this, very this convinced their... that they do great imitations of them. <laughs> so they're they're uh, not self-aware about it. <laughs> yeah, because I, I the person who does sell, I think, is very like pompous about their how they do sell. And I'm not once again, I'm not saying it's like the worst. It's not you're not bottom of the barrel. Like you, you obviously know they've consumed the source material, but I mean, they're it, they don't sound like one to one or anything. You know, the best uh, best voices, um, best voices for any any Dragon Ball Z stuff. Um, everyone in Dragon Ball P and Dragon Ball PP. Yeah, the <laughs> I mean the, the sleepy cast the, the sleepy cast crew are just those guys are timeless. The, the jokes from the animation are timeless. I, I can't. I I think I quote them like on a daily basis still you to are this super day. Lesbian. <laughs> I mean, without that, we wouldn't have Super Sandler. No, that's a joke. That's <laughs> I invented Super Sandler. Super Sandler. I willed so Super Sandler into existence. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Super fucking Sandler. Yeah. He didn't invite me to his birthday. Mm, the cake was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Um Yeah, but this is a it's a bygone era. I don't think we're we don't see many abridged series series anymore. I'm waiting for the Adam Sandler abridged. Adam Sandler abridged. <laughs> yeah. The, the Sandler verse. All his movies are connected. <laughs> the Sandler, the, well, the he Sandler had a cinematic son. universe. And what's what's that movie, Daddy something? Um, big, big, big Daddy. Daddy. Yeah, he, that's that's when he had Gohan. I mean, his <laughs> his son. He taught him how to be bad. He, he didn't go Super Saiyan until a bit later. <laughs> Super Sandler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Space Channel 5 VR comes out later this month. Hold on. I got one more joke, though. What? Okay. <laughs> so in that Jack and Jill movie where he plays both the female and male version of himself, that's actually Goten and Trunks. <laughs> <laughs> that was the lowest of the level for Adam Sandler. <laughs> that movie. Well, that's also the lowest of the low for Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> The the go tanks of of Sandlerville. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I, yeah. So yeah, Space Channel Five VR game. Yeah, uh, which is a whole new game, but they made that very unclear because I always thought this was just the original game, just being put in VR. Yeah, which I've never. You I mean, played I, the Space Channel Five. No, I don't have a. I never had Sega. Never had Dreamcast. Never had Sega. My cousins, my cousin had a Sega, but I mean. You yeah. never went online, looked at them websites. Nope. With them ooh la las, but drawn all pretty. Nope, wasn't me. Hmm. But yeah, that's something to look forward to if you have a VR 
system, I guess. <laughs> I don't have any VR shit. Coming so. to PlayStation VR first and then other VR yeah. stuff later. So you get to like. experience it first. Well, if I want to, if I don't you, know. I, I like Space Channel 5, but it's like... Space Channel 5 was good at its time. I don't know if it's good now, especially after this long. I do think a VRC man would do great. That'd be fun. A VRC man? You'd have to like go in and feed your creepy man fish. Pet <laughs> <laughs> him. <laughs> a uh, fan favorite Rust map is back for Modern Warfare Season 2. So if you're a Modern Warfare player... Oh, you don't want to just mention as news that Modern Warfare is doing a season two? Yeah, I, that's a, yeah, they're doing a season two. That's the news. I, yeah. And they're also making a new game <coughs> for this year. Yeah, that's weird. No surprise. Yeah. That they announced, like, yeah, we're working on a new game. It's like, yeah, of course you were. Um, so, Qatar, or no, this is actually... Not Kotaku. It was linked from Kotaku. This is a Lifehacker post. Um, Lifehacker put together the best video games to play when you're lonely. And if uh, coronavirus turns into a pandemic and we don't want to leave our houses, you're going to need these games. So you better uh, just download all of these. And there's a video that's auto-playing on this page. Lifehacker. It's got Donkey Kong Fuck you and your auto-playing shit. So, I'll just kind of go pick pick out titles as I see them. Um, they say, give World of Warcraft a try. <laughs> also, The Elder Scrolls Online. Guild Wars 2. EVE Online. Elite Dangerous. So those are just the MMOs that they listed. Um, if you are if you like shooters, Fortnite, Grand Theft Auto V, or Red Dead Redemption 2. And then for non-shooters, there's Stardew Valley, Minecraft, um, Team Fortress 2, Rocket League, Heroes of the Storm, League of Legends. I mean, League of Legends is a game you play when you want to hate people. So... I don't know if I would play that if I was lonely. Path of Exile, <laughs> Warframe. And let's see. Oh, if you want to play an idol game, NGU Idol, Territory Idol, Idol Wizard, Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Um, And if you like the get out and walking type stuff, there's Pokemon Go, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and Minecraft Earth. Which well, I that's mean, not going to save you from the coronavirus yeah. if you're well, going I mean, outside. This, sorry, the, the, I'm, the coronavirus is my own spin on this. <laughs> this is what they list. Um, so, yeah, those are some games to play when you feel lonely. I mean, I feel like I would feel more lonely playing Stardew Valley, but unless I had a bunch of cattle. I just raising bees. I gotta bring the mood real down. So the dice awards are going on right now. Yeah. Just, just guess what one racing game of the year. Just guess. Is it the uh, um um Need for Speed Heat? No, it's no. Mario Kart Tour. What? 
Yeah. That's even worse. I, was, I know. Like, my answer was a joke answer. And that's. And what, this is even more of a joke it's, answer, and it's real. Can we cancel? Can we? Okay, time to cancel the Dice Awards. I think we should, because guess Just what? Like, one sports game of the year. Um. That's right. It's FIFA 20. Oh it's microtransactions 20. Oh my God. Okay, yep. Um, time to cancel the Dice Awards, everyone. Oh, <laughs> it's over. Uh, I mean, I never really like, follow the Dice Awards, but holy shit. Just like uh, the other week, we canceled the Sci-Fi Channel. Now it's time to cancel the Dice Awards. This is, this is just... We're starting our upsetting. own cancel culture right now. Hashtag cancel dice. <laughs> holy fuck, that's just bad. That is pretty bad. That is, yeah, that's, that's the worst news I've heard all day. Um, Ubisoft reveals the surprise division two expansion warlords of New York that is designed to revive the revive the what give me the revive the game. So I, yeah, I'll go play it. If you're into the division two, I guess, um, Hey, destiny two got taken offline again after players lose currency and materials. So that's like the second time within a couple weeks that they had to take the servers down because of some shitty stuff. Oh yeah, hey Marcus, you playing any of that Dota two? No, no, I don't. I never, I never touched the stuff. Well, Valve just banned over forty thousand Dota two accounts. For what reason? Well, Abusing matchmaking. It's still not clear what that means. Yeah, what does that mean exactly? That's just what they say. Okay. Valve will never give anyone explanations. <laughs> Sounds That's like most companies. Um, so I couldn't figure out what this article... I saved it to my thing. I think it was supposed to say... Pokemon Home, Nintendo's new online Pokemon storage service for both Switch and Mobile is now live. Um, yeah, and it's now live on the eShop in the USA. But they um, feedly cut off the title. And all it said was, Pokemon Home, Nintendo's new online Pokemon storage service for both Switch and Mobile is no. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, no, what, what is what, what, so? Yeah, they're just is it's no, like, don't get it. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I mentioned since I mentioned Need for Speed, a Need for Speed series is returning to Criterion as EA repurposes Ghost Game Studio. Yeah, and I, the, that's the current devs on that we're on need for speed are now like just scattered to the wind and kind of yeah working on just everything they're kind of just doing odds and ends yeah but uh criterion the people who are responsible for burnout so i mean that's a good place for need for speed to be i think right <laughs> i mean i don't know anymore i yeah i because whenever when's the last time we had a good burnout game well i mean just i it, the racing genre is hard to compete in. It's true. I mean, you got your Forza, and you got your Forza Horizon. Well, it's like Forza, <laughs> Forza Horizon, and then you got, like, Gran Turismo for people yeah. who are into Gran Turismo. 
Yeah. Like, obviously, Gran Turismo is much more simulation than anything else. But Yeah. What about Project Gotham Racing? I <laughs> love Project Gotham, but it's Dude, gone. PGR Racing by Pumpkinhead Studios? Come on, you can't go wrong with that. Um, okay, that's a repeat article. Repeat article. Um, hey, guess who's an inf- a, a inf- in in? Hey, guess who's an influencer now? Ronda Rousey has an exclusive video game streaming deal. What? <laughs> why? <laughs> because gaming industry. That's why. Okay. So, um, in a post on Instagram, Rousey described. Video game streaming is one of the rawest and most authentic mediums, which is why she's decided to try her hand at it. In a press release, she said that streaming will let her take off the figurative mask she's she's crafted as a fighter and wrestler and just be herself. Through my streams, people can hang out with the real me, not the character version of myself they're used to seeing. Yeah, bullshit. Uh, (laughs) Of course, streamers are still playing characters given that they have to dial their personalities up at least a small amount to keep viewers entertained. So your miles might vary if you're Hoping to get an authentic front row seat to the real deal. So where is she streaming yet? I mean, this is just more of that same. Oh, bullshit. she's doing it on Facebook. It's Facebook gaming. So Whoa. who gives a shit? Yeah, true. But I don't know. They've been growing at an alarming rate. Well, yeah, because it's Facebook. They can just dump but money into something. Even like, still, Facebook I don't. Just uh, uh, speaking of Facebook, they just announced like a copycat app for Pinterest, and Pinterest stock immediately immediately just plummeted. Like Facebook could just announce an app for a competing a competing app, and immediately just tank that person's company. Yeah, it's gonna be real upsetting when Facebook is declared a utility. <laughs> it really is, but at the same time, we almost gonna need it. Either it becomes a utility or, or it gets dismantled. It's, break them up. Break. It's gonna be one of the two. Break them up. <laughs> break down this wall. <laughs> digital walls but in any case i don't like rousey or a lot of these celebrities like she is definitely like not full-blown celebrity but they she just is, trans- she has enough of a following that she can you're just, gonna yeah. have a pre-installed audience like doing that yeah i mean i guarantee like she already has brand deals to do all this stuff and she's gonna be like hey guys check out this this gaming gear i got from i buy power and, and like, i mean she was also like in a video game so yeah she's in a video she, game terribly yeah. she was her voice acting and oh man her voice acting was some of the worst i've ever heard <laughs> you know what not everybody can be the rock not everybody can be the highest paid actor in Hollywood. I mean, the difference, though, is like Rousey was doing UFC. That's true. Which is not like. But now she's doing wrestling. Where wrestling is acting. Yeah. yeah. But now she's. That's another thing. She used her like power within the UFC yeah. of brand recognition to transition into wrestling. Yeah. Does that necessarily mean she's fit to wrestle? That's hard to say because wrestling is more acting than mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, actually, physical anything. Yeah. You do need to be physically apt to do a well, lot of like the acrobatics. The, they do. The Rock was not well liked until he created the Rock persona. Like he was a, like he. I until think I he, could smell what he was cooking. He went through a couple characters, I think, and nobody ever liked him until he came out as the Rock. Well, and he also is another case of, uh, like, not to say. I mean, he dumped a lot of work into what he did, but he is a legacy. Mm-hmm. His father was a wrestler before him. Yeah. 
So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, His father uh, was also like a bodybuilder before <laughs> him too. So once again, it's it it's one of those situations where I do think The Rock put in a lot of work to get to where he did. Yeah, but at the same time, he he knew all the inroads to get there. Yeah. What about fucking Brock Lesnar, who like keeps going back and forth between UFC and, and wrestling? Uh, it's just weird. <laughs> it's it's oh, uh, it, and we're like, I mean, through our group and everything on Twitter, we we have a lot of like wrestling podcast friends. So hopefully, if you're listening to this, you can maybe chime in at some point. We can talk about it because I don't know a ton about wrestling. Admittedly, I don't watch a lot of it. It's too much for me to keep up on. But I mean, there's like daily tweets about wrestling stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand any. Wrestling's of this. big. It's yeah, it's like it's secretly big because like it's anime. Like yeah, it is. It's it's anime for Americans. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, like that. It's it's like this weird I, like subculture almost where like you don't hear about it unless you know people who are into it. And I then mean, you hear almost about it every podcast <laughs> I listen to, there's at least one or two yeah. people really into wrestling yeah like dan reichert he's a professional wrestler now yeah. i mean like <laughs> not really but yeah. i know it's, that was just the funniest thing when they said that on the giant bomb was like and dan reichert professional wrestler it's just <laughs> but lots of people into wrestling i've like i've been like i should i should get into that wrestling just because it's a lot of content to consume i was real into it when i was a kid yeah like me i mean i still knew it was fake and all but i was yeah. like I, I was into it for the fun stuff, but then you got kind of made fun of at school and you kind of drift from it. Oh, see, I, was, I never got made fun of for, for it at school because all my friends were into it. So, I mean, when you're wearing a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt, people <laughs> kind of give you shit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. See, we were we it's, were playing pretend WWF in the playground. And then there's another group that was playing pretend Dragon Ball Z in the playground. Uh, my group did... Everything transitioned almost on a daily, but it was sometimes Dragon Ball Z, sometimes Mortal Kombat, sometimes it was Smash Brothers, sometimes it was wrestling, but it was always just like pretending to beat each other up. Yeah, and shit. Like, it's always it's always some form of beating people up in school playgrounds. I mean, we would pretend when we were doing like Mortal Kombat, it was like pretending to shoot like freeze blast, and whoever was Scorpion would pretend to like get over here and yank people over, and people would pretend like they were getting yanked. It was a good time. I had one friend, maybe two at most, and we would just pretend to be wolves. You guys. That sounds had, boring. I know. You guys had such like a lot more cooler things going on. It was either wolves or unicorns. Sometimes we played p- tornado and a person was a tornado. Yeah, we did that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's because what? When did Twister come out? 1995, 1996? Yeah. So it was fresh. It was fresh. Oh, so you'd be the twister? Yes, you're a twister. We're out to get you. Sucked if you were Yoshi. If you picked Yoshi in Smash Brothers and Mario would just ride you. <laughs> okay, that didn't happen. But wow. I do think so- I think it kind of happened. I think someone picked up the person playing Mario. The, the Yoshi player picked up the person who was Mario on their back and like ran at somebody. I think that happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Nobody I pretended can... to be Chaozu. Unsurprising. Got blown up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone went. Yeah, that day at school was sad. We had a su- single suicide. <laughs> oh, God. 
<laughs> Everyone wanted to be uh, Goku so they can just uh, Kamehameha. Which we used the... We had giant those giant rubber balls that really hurt when you got hit by them. But we used those as our blast. <laughs> you see, those were we, always reserved for the people playing kickball. We got in trouble eventually. <laughs> like, they, they'd like... And we had a lot of them. We'd take like five of them. And then eventually they were like, no, no. You guys oh. have way too many of these. Oh, man. There would be one girl at school. Nobody liked this girl. And she would take all of those balls and sit on them. And they would be her Pokemon eggs. And then she would just screech at people that would come near. Oh, her. God. That sounds really cringy. <laughs> it was. See, we also used uh, when we did the get over here. We used a jump rope. <laughs> get like, over here. Threw it out. We got, we got in like a lot of trouble for a lot of this shit because they were like, <laughs> somebody's going to get hurt. Good. Yeah, it's nobody ever really got kids. hurt. I mean, we played. Yeah. With, we got bit by fire ants intentionally. Yeah. <laughs> it's I mean, I'm sure you had these people that grabbed staplers and like, yeah, <laughs> smacked them on their arm and were like, "Doesn't even look, fucking it's, hurt." It's not, I'm not even bleeding. I'm not guys. even a bitch. <laughs> not, I ain't no bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do two. Boom, boom. <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with these kids? Yeah, kid. As it turns out, kids are fucking dumb. Kids are demented. <laughs> hey, look, I'm playing tetherball wraps their neck up and then they choke to death. <laughs> it's not so brutal. <laughs> I never... <laughs> Role playing in the, at the school got really sad. I'm Anne Frank. I'm hiding from the Nazis. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be the kind of shit that I would do. <laughs> Let's play hide from the Nazis. Well, sir, any juice here? <laughs> okay. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. Well, Man, school is dangerous. <laughs> let's get let's get moving on here. Um, Xbox. And <clears throat> Microsoft and Nike teams up to do a Jordan, an Air Jordan Xbox. I was waiting for the Air Shack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was a special guest last week. Kind of bad timing. Yeah. Should have been a Kobe box. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, how long was this thing in planning before that happened? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Uh, Half-Life Alex March release date announced. March 23rd. So there you have it. If you have a VR set and uh, you can play Half-Life Alex on March 23rd. So go have fun. I'm just going to sit here and be salty that I can't play because I don't have any VR shit. Oh yeah, did you see uh did you see like Outriders at all? Did you see the the trailer that dropped from Square Enix? Yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah. It's coming holiday 2020. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't think it is. It's uh being uh, People can fly and Square yeah. published by Square Enix. So. Yeah. People can fly. So I I've actually been looking forward to this from since the teaser. But I don't know. This this video looks cool, but I'm just like, I where the gameplay at? And well, they released a gameplay video today, kind of. <laughs> um, but yeah, I yeah, I I it's I, just, I, it, I look forward to seeing more. 
It's going to get like, delayed. Yeah, it's Square Enix. I mean, and it's this is holiday a, 2020. It's, it's not coming out holiday 2020. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like it's, this is going to be like, like second, first quarter. Like, yeah, spring 2021 is what I'm going to hedge like, my bets on. Yeah, I'm like... This it's going to be a March or April is what I'm thinking. Because I mean, look at like Avengers got pushed. Or as... as, 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 as um, 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 Avengers got its collector's edition announced though, but oh, did it? No, like it just comes with like Captain America figure. Oh, so yeah, March or and April or as what Rated G for Gamer or Rated G for Gamers calls it Christmas two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call that uh, this season. They call it Christmas two. Um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to what to more seeing more. I want to see more of this game. I mean that. That uh, cinematic trailer they had intrigued me very much, and I want to see more. Um, Stardew Valley of Dev shares first details on new two new games. So he, re- he revealed that he's working on two new games. He says, don't get too hyped, as it could be a long way from being released. Yeah, because he's like a one-man team, right? Does he have anybody that helps him out? One man yet? team. He's a one man army. Yeah, he's a one man uh, country. I am program machine. So he's working on one non farming game set in the world of Stardew Valley, and another game that will also tie into that universe in some way. Um, the Stardewiverse. So let's see. What else did he say about this? Both are single-player, top-down 2D games with pixel art styles. He described the first game listing his tweet as an ambitious project that has been in slow development for several years while he simultaneously worked on Stardew Valley updates. Uh, he has the idea polished in his head. Explaining it's a daunting task to bring that finished in my head game into existence. It'll, the game will have 32 by 32 pixel tiles which he described as twice the detail of Stardew Valley, causing it to take, take much longer. Stardew took a really long time. <laughs> yeah, it did. I remember when I first saw that, and then finally years later, Stardew Valley came out. He's he says I have to put in in the he, I have to put in the thousands more hours to of work work necessary to finish it. Well, on the plus so, side, he's got money. That right. Uh, the second one he's mentioned is uh, just a little thing to <clears throat> to have fun with. He says he's developing the game in an organic way, similar to the creation of Stardew Valley, where I kind of just create one thing at a time and let my intuition carry me to the next step. He says it's been fun to develop and hopes to one day make it a complete game, explaining that it's hopefully smaller in scope, so it won't take that long, but we'll see. So... I mean, currently, yeah. I'll buy anything that guy puts right? out. Right? Yeah, so. he's quality stuff from him, for sure. Um, he says he has faith that things will turn out well. <laughs> Noting that his skills have improved a lot since Stardew Valley. So, I mean, and Stardew Valley is already just fantastic. Like, same with Lucas Pope. I'll buy anything Lucas Pope puts out. Um, Nintendo publicly cuts ties with game publication after Pokemon Sword and Shield leaks. So that Nintendo will no longer work with a or when it, a game publication after one of its reviewers leaked images of Pokemon Sword and Shield back in November 2019. 
that is a weird. Ni- t- the reviewer worked for a Portuguese site called F Nintendo. <laughs> what if we? <laughs> I mean, is it EF? No, it's just F, like capital letter F, and then Nintendo. Huh. That yeah. Is that supposed? That's weird. That's a weird name. But yeah, so they, both he and and F Nintendo failed to handle confidential material, resulting in a clear breach of the confidentiality agreement between Nintendo and the media outlet. As a result, Nintendo will no longer work with F Nintendo. So now I think F Nintendo's just just gonna pivot into actual just fuck Nintendo. It's weird. It's a weird name. That is. I mean, maybe it just translates differently when you're a Portuguese website. Maybe, I don't know. But, I mean, I feel like the word fuck is pretty universal. So, I don't know. Uh, Last thing I have here, System Shock 3, team no longer employed, report says. Yeah. There's debates whether (laughs) they're looking for money, though, to get that project going again. Yeah, so that a bunch of the people from the team changed their LinkedIn profile to reflect the end of their time at other side. Um, said some anonymous source stating that System Shock Three was critically behind its development. Um, yeah, so let's see some anonymous poster on. Uh, RPG Codex saying, the only reason I'm posting this is because I saw so much confusion about the state of the company and the project. I thought some first-person information would be welcome. The user wrote, I never suggested we were halfway done. Core systems are a great foundation for a game, but most of the work is is content development, which we were critically behind in, both in real assets and in tool support for an efficient pipeline. So, yeah. So, maybe, I don't know, if they're looking for money, maybe they could spin it back up someday who knows but uh do you have anything else before we call it before we record this next episode before before we get into the lga cast or do you do you have surprise news let me see see we've got surprise surprise marcus news um neo 2 went gold hey so it's yeah it's gonna come out on time that's coming it's a coming (laughs) That's good news because everything's getting delayed. From games to game ports to Nintendo Switches in Japan. And the first game, which just celebrated its like three year. Uh, so it, it's been out for three years as of February 7th, but it, it's also announced that the first game has sold three million units worldwide. Nice. Which is pretty good, you know? Nice. It's not bad. Yeah, some, that's... that's some good uh, deals. Oh, uh, well, Netflix uh, publishes them polls, Resident Evil show plot description. That that happened. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's apparently a Resident Evil show in the works. Who knows what that's really going to be? Yeah. But, yeah or when that's coming out, even. <laughs> yeah, that's such a random thing. You can't, once something accidentally goes live on the internet, it's just there forever. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's out there. <laughs> and another weird thing is that there, there's a game coming out on February 20th that's called uh, Katana Kami uh, 
a way of the samurai story so it's like the game the way of the samurai it's like a new one of those did you ever play the way of the samurai nope it's like a- way of the samurai was was good <laughs> back in the day i, I don't it? this game's probably not going to be good but who knows <laughs> it, it might be i i don't i don't know it just it it's in many ways it doesn't look like that it doesn't look like what the way the samurai was but. no but I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested at least. But that that game, that game's coming out February 20th. So yeah, and it's it's gonna have free DLC. So I guess once again, I whenever they say there's free DLC, I'm just like, oh, your game's not finished, and you're just <laughs> launching it and yeah. saying there's free DLC, but it was supposed to be part of the game. Yep, but, that's usually how I interpret it. Yeah, just part of the game being served piecemeal. Yeah. Which I mean, it's free, so I can't. You can't complain too much. Really. Yeah, I mean, they could charge for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like like a game like FIFA. Yeah, and I mean, who knows? I I always think of uh, Tekken Tag Two is the one I always go back to where it launched earlier than expected, but it had it was missing a couple of characters, but they were all like they were kind of nonsense, jokey characters, and then they you got all those characters for free. Yeah, so. And I was happy about that. So I got to play Tekken Tag 2 earlier and then get my joke characters as they came through the pipeline. Uh, good old Bob. He was not a joke character. He's a real character. I know. Slim Bob was a joke character. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the joke characters. Slim Bob is horrifying looking, which is like really weird. I played a lot as Slim Bob. His timing was super weird. Slim Bob is like tall Mario. <laughs> Uh, all right anyway that should be put a bullet in this one because that's what we do yeah that's what we do here we put a bullet at the end of the episode so if you enjoyed this episode we would greatly appreciate it if you would go to apple and or Podchaser in leaving us a five-star review also if you enjoyed it as if, if again also if you enjoyed it share us with your friends and Family and cats and dogs and bus drivers and train drivers, etc. Just, just spread that love the best way we can grow. Spread is, that love like your cheeks, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best way we can grow is through word of mouth. So, if only can, way to grow is by spreading as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like butter. <laughs> like, like room temperature butter. Um, so make sure you review us. That serves yeah. as the lube for spreading us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Also, if you want to, <clears throat> also, if you want to interact with us on social media, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Mostly Twitter is where we are. Um, but we are on the other two, but Twitter is the, is the go-to social media uh that is our social media of choice for this podcast um also if you want to send us an email you can email us at social at litgamingarena.com and if you have questions for us just put uh lga cast in the title of the email and we will read your questions on the lga cast and that's and that'll be cool so we're, we're hoping to get some emails for that so we can include that in our community engagement segment so that would be great if you could do all of that um i don't think i have anything else so we're gonna call 
call it right here and record the next episode. Later. That voice is terrible. What do you mean? How's this voice terrible? It's going to take us like 18 years longer to record a podcast with no, that voice. No, it's not. I would like to not be up past Why midnight tonight. Why is it tonight. not going to be so long? <laughs> Can't you get it? This is Justin Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs>